I'm Kelly from Lesson Face, and I'm here with Jim Fennell, our Teacher of the Month. Congratulations, Jim. Thank you very much. So, yes, I'm Jim Fennell. Um, I teach uh, jazz piano and improvisation here at um, Lesson Face. Thanks for joining us, Jim. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what motivated you to start playing piano in the first place? Yeah, so as far back as I can remember, I always had it in me that, that desire to play music. So when I was five or six, I would spend hours listening to artists such as Lionel Richie, and David Bowie, Michael Jackson. And I knew, I just knew I wanted to become a, a performing artist. So my parents signed me up for piano lessons early on and it all kind of started from there. Is there anyone in particular that inspired you to continue playing? Maybe one of the artists that you mentioned or a specific mentor? Yeah, well, several mentors and several artists as well. So the first piano teacher I actually had, um, her name was Pascal, she's French. She was very cool and I, I seldom practiced the pieces and exercises that she gave me as homework, but I really enjoyed sitting at the piano every day and improvising and composing and being creative. And she actually encouraged that and that was really great attitude. Um, so by the time I turned 12, she sent me to the local jazz piano teacher in my hometown and I was very lucky because he was great as well and so he talked me into um, actually keeping up with the classical music so I ended up studying both jazz and classical piano and that was the best advice because you know classical piano is essential to develop like good sound and proper technique um, on the instrument uh, well then of course there are also jazz albums that I discovered when I was um, a teenager uh, through that jazz piano teacher. So um, I would listen to pianists such as um, Emma Jamal, Keith Jarrett, Bill Evans, and also other instrumentalists like, uh, of course, Miles Davis and Joe Henderson, uh, Charlie Parker, people like that. And um, yeah, I was practicing a lot at the time. And so after high school, and I studied physics and chemistry for two years at university. But after that, I, I got accepted uh, to Berkeley College of Music. Um, so and it was on a full tuition scholarship so I was really excited to go and I went off to Boston and I met more inspiring teachers and students there from all over the world and that was really fun and intense times but as a music student. It's really great to hear about the journey that you had with some mentors as well as those CDs that kept you inspired. I'm sure listening is a huge part of continuing to play. What inspired you to become a music teacher? So I think it's uh, actually part of uh, an artist's duty or mission to pass on the knowledge and experiences to the younger generations. And, you know, so that they may in turn become creative individuals themselves. And I mostly enjoy helping the students to find their own voice through music on their instrument. And, yeah, bring their own tone and color to the world of sounds. And more generally speaking, I think it's nice to bring about more harmony in the world. And of course, music is a great tool to, to do that. So you touched on this a little bit, but what is your favorite part about teaching? Yeah, so it's uh, well, really basically sharing the, the passion I have for music. And the best moments are when, you know, if I show a student uh, a new scale or he or she can use to improvise over some changes or a new cool chord or something. And... I see that they lighten up and they feel excited about it. That's always the best moments because it's like we're sharing something we have in common and it's, it's always beautiful. Yeah. 
So why don't you talk a little bit about what inspires you as a musician today? Um, I know you do a lot of improvisation with your jazz work and you do some composition as well. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about how you keep motivated and what brings you to the right place of writing? Sure, yeah. So, well, of course, there's a great big pool of music out there that exists and also in the collective subconscious mind if I can call it that but um, also I find that life experiences are you know they change the way I write and play music profoundly as well uh, well the latest big thing for me was to for example was to move from Paris to New York City that happened about eight months ago now and it was a huge step you know saying goodbye to my old life in Europe and trying to stay open to welcome exciting new things and new people over here in New York City to my life and yeah, all of that certainly finds its way through to the music. And it becomes, the music becomes more organic as I learn to relinquish more and more control over my life and just kind of try and go with the flow of things. And yeah, that's the greatest lesson, I think. How do you recommend your students stay inspired? Well, first of all, I believe it's really important to surround themselves with positive people and try and nurture these positive relationships. You know, not try not to get into any toxic relationships because that can really be hurtful. And yeah, so I, I personally also like um, reading inspiring books about art and creativity in general. So there's plenty out there and I, I, I suggest a few on my website as well. So there's like Mars Davis's autobiography. It's really, really great. He wrote it with the help of Quincy Troop and he's a journalist, I think. Uh, there's also a book called Free Play and subtitled Improvisation in Life and Art. That's by Stephen Nekmanovich. So that's, yeah, just great general advice about how to improvise freely in life and on your instrument or whatever you do. It can be any any art form, really. Uh, there's another book I'm using a lot at the moment that's called Effortless Mastery by piano player, jazz pianist uh, Kenny Werner. Uh, that's great. It's got meditations in it as well to stay attuned to, you know, the inner self and try to get the music flowing and everything. Um, there are also books that are not really related to music, but still kind of touch on the same subject, like Zen in the Art of Archery. Uh, that's by a German guy called, I don't know if I pronounce it well, but Jürgen Herigel, maybe? Anyway, it's a great book, and it's all about his journey, like learning archery in Japan as a Westerner, and, and uh, yeah, delving into the Zen principles, which really helped to get to that state of mastery. So that was a great, great read as well. And yeah, most importantly, I'd say to the students out there to just kind of do what you've got to do, you know, and without really being bothered by what other people might say or think, just find inspiration in, in yourself and play what you want to play. Um, yeah, that's kind of what like a lot of great jazz artists have had that attitude, like Thelonious Monk, for example. He was, um, yeah, he would have just said that and he was, he was a great ambassador of that attitude and just playing what he wanted to play. There's no wrong notes, just... So, yeah, definitely also check out his music as a source of inspiration too, yeah. Yeah, I really like how you bring in books into this and some really tangible tools that students can get a hold of to continue their inspiration because, you know, of course, reading is a huge inspiration, but you might not think about how tied into music it could be. Yeah, that's true. And also, you know, sometimes when, I mean, yeah, it's very important to keep the positive people around yourself, but also 
some of these people are dead, but you can still like read their books and it's awesome to have access to that spirit and yeah, positive energy. So it's available, it's out there. Yeah, that's really awesome. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your time on Lesson Face? Yeah, sure, I've been having a great time here on Lesson Face. And um, so some students from different parts of the world found my profile and kind of contacted me and they've been really, really great. So we've been working on all that jazz stuff and uh, and also some students that I I met through tours, like, you know, when I toured Japan or Europe, uh, then they it's, it's great to have lesson face because although I'm in New York here, they can kind of keep in touch with me and get some lessons. And yeah, so now I've got a student in Singapore as well. It's just really expanding and being a yeah great experience all around cool it was really great talking to you jim thank you for joining me today you can find jim on lesson face <laughs>